<laughs> Yay! <laughs> nothing, nothing's happening. Nothing, nothing, never, no, nothing, ne nothing never happens. Nothing ever happens. I was trying to say. Yay! Welcome back to another episode of our podcast where nothing ever happens. <laughs> no, nothing. It'd be exactly scintillating conversation that we're having, but you, you know, <laughs> there's no banishment implied. It's because I've given her the wave. Got the handle. No, no more from this. <laughs> How the devil are you, good sir? I'm very good, thank you, mate. Are you? How are you? I'm good. I've got my I've got my annual bottle of Glenfiddich that I am going through. Uh, I oh, I treat I, I treat myself to a bottle of of the good stuff every year. Um, so yeah, it's. Hmm. Is it treating you well? It, it's 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 um. How can I put this nicely? It is warming my proverbial cockles. <laughs> it's growing hair in places where civilizations must not exactly. Thrive. I've now got hair on my teeth, which isn't true. <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny. I just thought it'd be funny. Um, I got this as well that, okay. that came through the post today. Oh, very nice. Five quid. How good is that? <laughs> Five quid. Um, but right. yeah, the, the the festive season is upon us. Do you have all of your presents wrapped? Have you written your letter yeah. to Santa Claus? Yes. <laughs> I asked him to wrap my presents because they ah. remain unwrapped. See, this is probably, I was saying to, to Beck, this is the worst year I've had in terms of organisation around Christmas. I've left that. I've purchased a load of stuff about a month before, got yeah. myself into the state of feeling ahead, and I've <laughs> left for about, what are we now, three days off or something like that? Yeah, three and days off, yeah. I'm not. I'm nowhere near complete in anything. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Cow. I love it. <laughs> like, I, I've, I've got a similar thing I in that I ordered my stuff uh, a millennia ago, but because of all of the strikes and stuff, it's just not arrived. It's just oh, not here. No. <laughs> it's just not here. Oh, I mean, so I've like, heard of people like it's like Amazon and stuff like that. They they're <clears> getting <throat> deliveries and photos because now you have to take the photo and a reference number to say that they've been there. They're getting those, but the parcel isn't where they've said they've been and or anything like that. People have just been like, "Where's where's our stuff yeah. that's been delivered?" <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a similar thing. I got one from uh, Littlewoods the other day. I got one uh, one of the packages through, but it was uh, it was novelty sweets, so it's like it's, it wasn't anything uh, cool, you know. Um, and the the card the card there as well. Angel's here. Uh, hello, Angel. Happy happy holidays to hello, you as well. Uh, lovely to see you. Hope you're all keeping well uh, across the pond. Um, and I bet it's especially cold where she is. I bet it's especially cold where she is. Um, is this in the comments? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's oh, in the comments. Know. Can you not I've see them? No. no. So, that sucks to oh, be I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm no, I'm this with anyone. <laughs> I've, I've, I've probably updated a setting wrong somewhere. Um, but yeah, so uh, Littlewoods uh, put me a card through. Uh, saying yeah. we, we've we've left it in the brown bin. First of all, food in the brown bin with loads of old grass. Nice. But anyway, I, I didn't I didn't think anything of it. I got got an email through maybe an hour later. Um, uh, we've we've left your parcel with a neighbour. No, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> who, who has taken my parcel? Is the next question. <laughs> Bloody hell! Angel Angel says as well. Eight inches, eight inches of snow on its way today. Wow! Eight eight inches is far too many inches. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> it, it, it brings. Oh no, mate! I, I saw I saw a reel uh, about this uh, yesterday. There was a guy come up. He said, "Ladies, we've we've had three inches of snow here. That sounds like a lot, right? Three inches. That's a lot, right?" <laughs> but yeah, one inch of snow would bring would bring England to a halt. God knows what eight inches would do. We we would just we'd drown. A wet leaf is considered the aftermath of a storm. Yeah, a wet leaf would bring the uh, national rail to an end. Never mind strikes. Um, oh, so I was thinking, sir. I was thinking. I do it often as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, I, I just, I, I made myself chuckle just with a, a like a private joke between me and Maddie. Just, I made myself chuckle with it because Maddie, Maddie will walk in. And like, I've been thinking. I'll, I'll go. Are you okay? You're right. <laughs> just to be a dick, like just to be a dick. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, I was I was thinking about the podcast. The, the the past couple of episodes have been quite, uh, quite dark, quite serious kind of material, quite grim. You know, it's yeah. We 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 looked at we looked at Matt Hancock. We looked at manipulation. We looked at all manner of things. So I thought I thought this time with it being the 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 festive season and everyone is is happy and joyous uh, and whatnot um i asked my spanish I, I asked my spanish coach the other day what bar humbug is in spanish and i still haven't got a reply yet <laughs> which is I, I i think i've i think i've completely befuddled her um i i thought it i thought it would be a nice change of pace for us to you know talk about something a bit more fun so with with that in mind, I, I thought we'd discuss the the spectacle uh, uh, of training that is Murderville. Murder. Murderville. Murderville. Have have you heard of Have you heard of Murderville? What is Murderville? Oh, tell? mate, 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 mate! It is it is bloody brilliant. It is bloody brilliant. First of all, it's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. Okay. I, I don't, I don't know if it's Netflix the world over. I presume so, um, but I, I was like, I, I'm overly concerned with the nature of VPNs today. I, I was trying to find a, a Violent Night on Amazon Prime, but it turns out you can only stream it on Amazon Prime through uh, through America. So I was like, wow. do do I buy a VPN just for that? Do um, so. Murderville on Netflix is. Um, is is it's essentially it's essentially an Im improv comedy, but a murder mystery. Um, so it's got it's got Will Arnett uh, and a bunch of other kind of Saturday Night Live people that are on there, and Will Arnett is kind of he's leaning more into his own voice. For those of you that don't know, Will Arnett is the voice of Le Lego Batman, um, and and he's he's playing Chief Detective Terry Seattle of of Homicide. 
well though. It's great. It is great. And he's got this ridiculous fake mustache on that keeps falling off. Uh, like the, this a couple of times when he's chuckling, just just kind of holding it on his own face <laughs> all time. But the, the 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 kind of rub of it is um him and the rest of the cast, they have the script. They bring in a trainee detective, which is, you know, a, a celebrity, uh, you know, who knows nothing about what's going on absolutely nothing other than they are going to be on murderville that is it and so everything else that pans out that that they (laughs) have to get involved in is just made up on the spot and it's bloody brilliant so there's 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 a there's a murderville series that's on there, but there's also um, a, an extended episode, which is uh, "Who Killed Santa." Okay. And the, the the series itself, they have one trainee detective come in. So there was there was Conan O'Brien, um, a couple of people I've never heard of before, presumably predominantly American celebrities. Um, there was uh, Ken Jeong uh, as well. He was in there as well. And uh, he's, he's in everything. They must have just told him it was Hangover Four. Um, that's that's probably what happened. But in in the in the Who Killed Santa one, they bring three of them in. So they've got Jason Bateman in from the start, and then they bring in um, uh, Maya Rudolph, who who does who does the voice of uh, Connie and Big Mouth. You know, I have a bubble bath. Uh, that 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 uh, hormone uh, monster, and then they bring in uh, Pete Davidson towards the end. Oh nice! Oh mate, and it's brilliant. Like so, <laughs> they, they like Bateman comes in, and they're going to an an office party at the uh, at the mayor's because uh, Santa's giving out some uh, some presents to the local orphans. Uh, and uh, they they need people to run security and the like. So uh, Bateman and Arnett turn up, uh, <laughs> and Bateman's talking to the woman wrapping the presents, and he tries to steal a pair of uh, sound cancelling headphones and whatnot. <laughs> and then they go they go they go and see Santa. Santa's talking away. The lights go out. You hear like a, <laughs> and Santa's Santa's been stabbed to death with a candy cane. <laughs> the candy cane but it's one of these fucking massive candy canes it's <laughs> well like this one thing Arnett says to, to Bateman you should get down there and see if he's still alive and Bateman's like okay uh, right yeah yeah give him mouth to mouth and you can see dead Santa start laughing like <laughs> turn, turning his face away like because he doesn't <laughs> And Bateman's like, no, no, he's, he's still alive, he's still alive. So they get up, yeah, he's still alive. And then Santa goes, <laughs> dead again. <laughs> yeah, oh no, he's dead again, he's dead again, he's dead again. <laughs> but my 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 whole point in in bringing up this kind of stuff is to be able to 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 practice. Uh, 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 critical thinking around a problem, um, uh, critical thinking around some kind of uh, uh, riddle uh, of of sorts, yeah. which which essentially it is. Predominantly, when you look at applications towards real life, it's it's with a um, 
it's with stress, it's with emotions running high. If you're in the right kind of job role, then you're dealing with some awful material and, and you know, you're having to talk to some awful people, go into some awful settings. That's the kind of negative side of emotional qualities becoming antagonistic to clear reasoning. However, when you're rolling around on the floor belly laughing, um, <laughs> because because of what's happening, but you've still you've still got to solve a murder. <laughs> like the, the the candy cane itself, though it was massive, had apparently been filed down by somebody licking it that much. So the guys were like, "So we know we know the killer likes mint, right? We know the killer likes mint. Write that down." <laughs> this is great. This is bloody brilliant stuff. And so I I, I find it to be like a kind of. Uh, like a kind of really joyous test, you yeah. know, to, to see if you could pay attention whilst laughing, whilst having a good time, whilst uh, you know enjoying enjoying some kind of some kind of comedy and whatnot. Uh, have, have, you, have you heard Have you heard of Murderville before? I've never heard of Murderville before, but I like the idea. I like the concept because it reminds me of uh, was it Whose Line Is It Anyway? Is that like Whose impromptu? Line Is It Anyway? Yes, yeah. bloody love that show. Like murder-esque sort of task going on there. A bit like an escape room, I suppose. Yeah. In a similar sort of vein. But what, like, my question is, for you, like, do you think, like, <laughs> going into, because you can have these different types of environments which mm. apply to sort of, like, set-up murder mysteries, that kind mm. of thing. you think you function better if you're, you know, it's a comical kind of thing. So I suppose, I don't know, but I relate to comedy more than yeah. I do situation because you sort of you're engaged more everything's firing that kind of thing uh i suppose in a more serious situation i suppose you, you are purposely focusing mm. but like if you're getting into the themes of uh if it's meant to be dramatic and what mm. have you you know in a kind of like a, mm. a murder mystery night the usual one where it's not supposed to be funny and it's supposed to be you know you need to find the killer you need to suspect this do you think you'd function better in a scenario where you were sort of like being you know manipulated to laugh <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> me me i i think uh, i think i would i, I would uh, i would function less so um yeah. be, because like there's there's been moments like um when when we've when we've been involved in something predominantly at the place where we used to work and uh, it's just been raucous belly crying laughter I couldn't tell you what planet I was on, let alone let alone what what people were doing. You know, I mean, look at when uh, we can we can talk about this now because nobody knows where we worked. But like, think about the the kind of Flora's Lava games we used to play. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely absolutely ridiculous, and that's because I think uh, based and and this is only me speculating. Based on you know the, the kind of fundamental neuro, neuroscientific knowledge that I have, it's purely speculative at this stage. Um, I, I I think that, well, at least this is the way it feels is that there is an implication of relaxing, an implication of a lack of focus when you're laughing, right? When yeah. when there there there, there is uh, whether it boils down to um, you know the, the the kind of freeze, flight, and fight. I don't perceive any threat, so I could relax. Whereas if you're in a tense environment, you might be experiencing tension, negativity, anger, stress, crying, hostility, whatever it is. But there's there's no cognitive moment for you to go, I'm just going to enjoy this. 
because there's like I am experiencing whatever kind of negative shit that I'm going through, but I'm also I, I have to remain present because if I don't, then this negative negativity could spiral out of control and hurt me or those I'm with in some way. So like I I reckon that with with the laughter side of it, that's more of a challenge. You know, that's yeah. that's look at look at the I mean we could call it back. Look at the nature uh, of manipulation uh, uh, and the like how many uh, let's call them entertainers not necessarily comedians how many entertainers over the past i don't know two three decades let's call it let's say three decades how many entertainers over the past three decades have we we as the general public kind of sat back and gone yeah, I love that person on TV, or I love their presented, or I love their comedy, or I love their music, or I love their acting, or whatever it is. And then, like a couple of months later, during some scandal, it's like, holy shit, they were a, I don't yeah, know, a, 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 a pedophile or something. Yeah, yeah. that's very <laughs> more often than it should. <laughs> right, it, it does. It, it does. I mean, if I if you think, go on. Keep going back to like I know we said we wouldn't talk about. Uh, the dark and dreadiness and dreariness of Matt Hancock, but <laughs> what, what got me in the 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 situation with people on Facebook sort of suddenly saying like, oh, you know, he's okay now, like, you know, that we we can sort of see him as a human, and you can see he made a mistake and that kind of thing, and it seemed to stem from oh, because it was funny watching him crawl around in bugs and getting you know having the shit scared out of him or putting, putting through these horrendous tasks and whatnot. And I suppose the humour of that kind of, in a way, melted the, the, the darker aspects of his character and all the, the shit that he pulled during COVID. That seems to sort of, like, get covered up a little bit, I suppose. Exactly. Like maybe maybe puts a filter on. Maybe. 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 I mean, if, if think about it, like, if, if I don't mean any of this that I'm about to say, but if I were to go, Adam, you're a prick. And the the other side of it, I was to go, <laughs> Adam, you're a prick. Which which one are you more which one are you more likely to accept? Right, you're more likely to accept <laughs> you're a prick, even though I've just yeah. insulted you, right? Yeah. It's 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 not taken as such. I might mean it. I might be trying to vent in some way, right? I'm not. I think we both know that if I thought you were a prick, I'd call you a prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we both we both know that by now. <laughs> and at the end of every podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's how we that's how I start a text. It's prick <laughs> something else, and then we end it with usually some kind of variant on on the c word, um, which I think in in our entire podcast history, which is like 112 episodes now, um, that that word has only slipped out two times, which is pretty good. It's pretty good for us. It's pretty good for yeah. us. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's why that's why I, I, I that's why I think Murderville itself can be used. But uh, it, it is by no means a mimicry of of real life in any sense. But it, it can be used as a more challenging murder riddle to practice the, uh, the the connections of your deductive, your inductive, and your abductive reasoning, because there are moments where a, a, an important piece of information flies out 
but you're not focusing on that because something else is going on. Like, for, like for example, in in one of the episodes of the series, uh, they had Sharon Stone on. Sharon Stone of of all of all people, like the, the Conan O'Brien. Um, I, I googled uh, uh, her name was Annie something uh, Annie something or other. She was a TV actress. Uh, there was uh, there was a guy on there who had kind of long dreadlocks who was some kind of athlete. Um, Ken Jong as well, and then Sharon Stone, the, the the kind of monolithic legend that is that is Sharon Stone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was there was this one scene where, like in in every episode, they have kind of stock traits. They they have this scene where um, Will tries to put them into a kind of good cop bad cop scenario just to get them to do things, <laughs> and like he, he says he says to Sharon at one stage, um, I think we should just do it and just confess our love for one another, and Sharon just goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> and like other other people played 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 a played a bit about it. Like in in Kumail Nanjiani's episode, there was this thing where you were trying to get him to walk like a cool guy and whatnot like this. But Kumail really really didn't want to do it, but he ended up doing it in the end. But instead, Sharon Stone just went no, uh, and and you could see Will Will think, yeah, I'm not going to ask Sharon to do that again. Not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's not going to happen. Uh, but the, the point the point I was trying to make in in Sharon Stone's episode, they they go undercover as um, they being her and Will Arnett. They go undercover as uh, doctors about to perform a surgery because one of the suspects is a, is is an anesthesiologist. Okay. So spoilers, spoilers, spoilers uh, is something because I'm going to talk about one of the pieces of evidence that popped up. And it, 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 it's kind of a contrived scenario where Will and Sharon have to perform the operation themselves. Uh, and, like, the, 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 the corpse ends up bleeding out on the table. They're trying to scoop it up with a takeaway cup uh, and whatnot. It's getting, uh, for, some re- for some reason, Sharon Stone's got a German accent as well at the time. Don't know why. Um, I mean, it, it was kind of weird because with the German accent and the short, blondish hair that she's got, she looks a little like Ava Braun. Um, she, which is weird, but in those moments where you're looking at them fumbling around and bleeding and panicking and whatnot, there is evidence going on around. There is evidence, important evidence, going on around. So if you're concentrating on the kind of uh, what's the kind of comedy? What's the word I need? Slapstick, um, yeah. slapstick esque nature of what's happening. You're gonna miss everything else that's going on around you, like. You've you've been to you've been to Blackpool. Um, I don't know twice now, is it or is it three times? Yeah, for the the convention. Mm. I think. Oh twice. yeah, I sh- sorry, I should have specified. You've just been to Blackpool, haven't you? Only twice. The the magic the magic convention. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the point that I'm getting at is you've you've seen magicians other than me um, in, in in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Their, if their trick relies on sleight of hand or something along the, the nature of mechanicry, uh, and I'm including sleight of hand in the nature of mechanics with, with gimmicks in that way as well, where all that kind of happens invisibly, then they have to be engaging, they have to be funny, they have to be distracting, they have to be misdirecting in that way. If the trick is supposed to be an awesome trick, if the trick is supposed to be like an impossible puzzle to solve, they'll go, 
watch watch and make everybody focus on the beat on the moment because joy laughter entertainment happiness whatever you want to call it um it's it's got that implication of of, of relaxation how many people do you know <coughs> let's kind of skirt back to a to something negative because I, I think that's where that's where we kind of we fit we, we we make a mockery of the negative right how many people do you know who have complained about their partners cheating on them or possibly cheating on them oh i mean like they well Enough, yeah. I think, is is the right yeah. answer. I was right? going to bring a certain um, case, but I won't. <laughs> my, my ex. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. I wasn't going to go down that path, but there was another, there was another couple I was thinking of. But uh, oh, oh, let me let me let me send you a private message just to see yeah, if yeah, I, yeah. I know what you're on about. Just about to sort of uh, yap my mouth, but uh, yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Well, that, that was a funny one. And that was that was a funny one that because it was ongoing yeah, right? it was it was it was ongoing and you were you were definitely sort of like hearing a completely different side uh via via text to what you were hearing from other person in person <laughs> so you got all the serious malarkey of them versus the actuality which was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and pop that in screen. Uh, Jennifer with the compliments. Hello, handsomes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, so, but but the the point I'm making with that is, do you think that? Um, how can I phrase this without uh, without being very detailed? Do you think that? Oh, I think we absolutely should, and we should mess with it. Do do you do you think that she would have been um, as 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 forgiving as unaware as insert any synonym related word adjective here as she was if he wasn't as um, humorous if he wasn't as flirtatious if he wasn't as social and as pleasant but i suppose take the charm away and really you sort of you, you, your nine lives would be up pretty fast well you wouldn't have nine would you for a start he must have had a million no, we'd but he'd burn through those nine lives like that they'd be they'd be done <laughs> they Just would be <laughs> i the the way it kind of felt like from from the outset, and you you agree with me or disagree disagree with me is he would make some kind of a mistake. It would be potentially resolved, and it was like he went, "Oh, I've got away with that one. Time to try another." Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, kind of like tragic. Okay, so you, you you've got away with that now. All right, you've made your mistakes. Are you done? Absolutely. My lesson. I will never be doing this again. I see life and I, oh, God, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but why have you done that, mate? I don't know. <laughs> level of drama. And then you'd be like, is that all solved now? Yeah, that's all that. Yeah. I can move on with my life. 
back inside this other woman. Oh no! What have you done? <laughs> I've tripped and fallen accidentally. Um, <laughs> yeah, wasn't wasn't my fault. Wasn't my fault. I swear. Kind of was though. Kind of was. Kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> that's what children do jennifer says they need they need boundaries they do yeah. they, they, they 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 most assuredly do um so i would encourage you sir and i would encourage everybody else that um that watches listens to uh i, I don't know gets dragged into this podcast i'm gonna see if i can make a couple of shorts out of this uh, as well not not like not like you know cut off some trousers like sh shorts short short videos <laughs> so much just because i imagine like your face and my face on either side <laughs> i'm gonna have to get it made i'm gonna have to get it made now i'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to. <laughs> well, it, it is is the thing. Do you want to be the left one or the right one? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't mind as long as you have the back of our heads on your ass. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. That's that's the thing. That's the thing that's going to be done. Or just have my face on on the back part. Where yeah. you would pass wind and cut the hole through my mouth. <laughs> like, just just, like I'm you like this at the back. <laughs> <laughs> glorious, glorious. Um, I, I mean, the, the, uh, to that end, there is a there is a TikTok channel that I found um, called Only Farts. <laughs> Uh, a kind of a parody of OnlyFans, but it's only for anyway. I'm getting away from the point. Murderville is a great practice session for critical thinking, for rational problem solving. L let's let's be fair. Let's call let's call a let's call a spade a spade. They're very basic problems. They're very yeah. they're they're very fundamental riddles. But yeah. the, the the challenge is to pay attention during the comedy. The challenge is to pay attention during the kind of uh, uh, fallout and, and whatnot, like during during the uh, uh, the, the Who Killed Santa one. Um, <laughs> there is um, there is there is Jason Bateman, uh, My Rudolph, and Will Arnett sat behind the corpse of Santa after he's been stabbed, and because Santa still needs to talk to the orphans about how they're going to get their presents and whatnot. Uh, and, and it's still critical information to the the case is is being is being happened happened uh, is happening through this time, but <laughs> Jason Bateman's reached round from behind the chair to kind of do <laughs> do, do his mouth and and talk over the top and whatnot. <laughs> halfway through, Will's like, "It's not working. It's not working." Switch, but ba Bateman's doing like a, "Hi, kids. I, I'm a, I'm a normal middle class American kind of fellow with that kind of thing." But like, then Maya Rudolph takes over. She just stands by the guy, like, like doing this, but with the voice like, "Oh my God, do, do you like TikTok? I've seen TikTok. Do you like TikTok? Do you like?" What's happened to Santa? That's quite, that's quite the change. What, <laughs> what's what's going on? <laughs> yeah, he must be. 
But, or or um, what is it? Uh, uh, DID, D- D- dissociative identity disorder. <laughs> From Split, it must be. That's the only possible reason that he's gonna he's gonna rip his shirt off. And um, <laughs> have you ever seen an episode of Will and Grace? Uh, I probably have at some okay. point. Okay, well, that's the only, that's the only place I know the guy that plays Santa from. It's the only place. Um, yeah. He he is Jack in in Will and Grace. That you know the the mega gay guy of the of yeah, the yeah. of the group. The the kind of uh, you know the Optimus Prime of the gay cast within uh, within Will and Grace. But he's just sat there laughing his bollocks off the whole time. You're like, you're, you're supposed to be dead. And then Will's in the background chuckling, holding his moustache onto his face. <laughs> it's it's brilliant. But that go on. Sorry, I was just going to say like. In in a way, the concept you could find similarities to that that every every day of every like, like sort of like everyday encounter you have with a group of people sometimes where you'd be talking you might know them that kind of thing you're, you're comfortable enough for for certain things to happen and mention when those things happen and suddenly it does happen and someone says there's someone farted. And then it's not just a case of like finding out who, you know, has there been a fart? You know, there's been a fart. It's just figuring out who did the fart and where who, we used to work. In- who done it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who done it? <laughs> and it used to be hilarious, didn't it? You'd just be like, well, such and such, he's definitely been, he's got a look on his face that says he did the fart. Or yeah. she sat there for ages looking a bit sort of like, that that was mate. That that was the thing. Was you could always tell when it was the women because the guys would just kind of try and be all uh, nonchalant about the whole thing, whereas the women would kind of bury their head into their neck, go bright red, and just forcibly not look at you. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, the gym one. You go to the gym and oh, mate. And what someone would be like doing press ups or something, and you'd be like, Christ, who is it? <laughs> yeah, so, someone's been on the protein shakes. <laughs> that that was that was how I used to kind of poke flaws in the in the nature of micro expressions. Like, have you have you seen any? Uh, uh, have, have you seen <laughs> Jennifer's complimenting my accent? Thank you, thank you. Um, I can't give I can't give you the details behind what the meeting was, but there's been a couple of meetings. Where I've joined, I've joined in as part of my job, and they've had to be like. Uh, by the way, um, English people—they're not allowed in this meeting. So you're American, okay? Cool. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> hey, <how are> you? <laughs> I was like, uh, hey, yeah, uh, hey, and I, I, would, I would, I would just try and stay quiet the whole time. <laughs> and, until someone asked, and I was like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. Just keep going." <laughs> I'm glad I was because if anybody sort of like put me in that that role, and then they asked me something, I'd be like, "I'm American," <laughs> and then America that would be my for everything. So uh, you know, what are you contributing to this uh, this case? Uh, I'm American. <laughs> I, I I really struggle with the R's on on an American accent, like murder. I, 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 that was over exaggerated on purpose, just to qualify that. Yeah, yeah. Mur- murder, the, the, the kind of er sound. I, I, I re- that's the, that's the, that's the sound that I struggle with. Um, I, I, 
Irish all the time now whenever I try to do an accent. I don't know whether it's because I mimic my brother-in-law quite a lot these days, uh, just to take the piss out. Wait, wait, wait. Is, but, he, is he Irish? We've never actually, I've is. never actually, I've never actually asked you that till this time. Is he Irish? <laughs> He's amazing, Irish amazing. Doing, like, doing his accent or something like that, and uh, or I've done that so often that whenever I do another accent, like I think I've said to you many a time, like, oh, we're, uh, there's some Russian bloke at work today, and he said, to me, <laughs> oh, hello there, Adam, and I'm like, God, I'm not Russian. <laughs> Or oh, I spoke to some American chap on the phone, and he was like, "Hello there, Adam. no, no, no. <laughs> hello there, Adam. How are you?" <laughs> no, no, you spoke to the guy that likes all the cereal. That's what you. That's what you've done. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? With with this with the sequel coming out tomorrow on Netflix, it made me think. Have you watched Knives Out the first one? Yeah, yeah, I have. What did I you think I, of it? I thought it was. It, it was something that had been done before, but I thought it was done in a kind of a brand new way. And there was sort of added sort of elements on top of that, the kind of Cluedo-esque sort of, you know. Yeah. It really book. was with the house and everything. Yeah, yeah. Sort of passes away mysteriously, loads of sort of relatives that seem like they might all want the, the treasure within and that kind of thing, wants everything in his will. But I think that was a good place to start with a saga like this, because I'm guessing yeah. he's building up. I thought it was fantastic, really. And from what I've heard of Glass Onion, it seems to have now got its its way forward to do something completely. And its legs, got you. The military side of it all. And yeah, I was a big fan of the first one, but I really am looking forward to the, the second one in a way of like, you know, purposely going out to watch it yeah. for that specific reason of what it is. I think yeah. Knives Out, upon it because it was on at the time oh mate this one, i'm looking out for it <laughs> yeah i, I got like when when you watched knives out the first time did you feel like you when you watched it it wasn't just sit back and enjoy a film you could i mean maybe second third time of watching but you could go that's important that's a clue that's relevant and separate it out that way yeah, yeah absolutely yeah when you look back on certain like conversations certain characters were having without spoiling what was going on you look at them in a different light once you know certain facts and then you're like wow that's such and such and god that obviously meant that but i would never have thought it meant that beforehand and sometimes i think this is the one conversation where they just blatantly told you the killer was but yeah. <laughs> it was done in a way that it was just played off as a bit of a joke and i was like yeah oh, that's, that's well absolutely the, the the similar thing kind of stuck out for me because i you know not like i i, I caught who it was the first time uh, of watching but it was only because of the way it was shot like yeah. of 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 all of the people that they do the back of all of the people that they do the backstories for the person who is the killer when they leave a specific room it is the same shot used like three or four times Whereas for every other every other person, it is different, and I like I think I, I I'm only kind of I don't know reflecting I don't know how logical or remembered uh, the, the, specifically the details are, but um I, like if I I thought to myself mm, that's weird that's that stands out too much must be must be that person and my and then it got to the end oh it is that person yes. Um, <laughs> 
but yeah, like I'm I'm yeah. so I'm so looking forward to to this one as a result because now there are murder mysteries on Netflix other than um you know the kind of doc- documentaries and the unsolved mysteries which aren't really unsolved they're just people being lazy. Um yeah. that 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 kind of fall into the realms of yes this is funny that's a challenge. Yes, this is a bit more serious, a bit more long-winded. Of course, I imagine Glass Onion will be something similar to Knives Out. What was it? Two, two hours, two and a half hours. Something along that line. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, it, go on. It seems to sort of uh, be doing better than the the Poirot remakes, which is good because you feel like now there's no room for originality in these kind of genres. Mm. A lot of people are just remaking and rehashing the old things and as much yeah. as I like Kenneth Branagh's sort of take on, on yeah. everything what was the last one was it Death on the Nile I don't know Death on really the Nile yeah like, I mean, even though you can have a really good cast and you can have a guy who sort of clearly appreciates the writing and the you know the origins of of that story it just felt a little bit like uh, you know kind of uh, like I'm not really fully engaged in this as a murder mystery but I, I will, we'll come back to that as well. I just wanted to pop this on the screen, just to, as we as we've spoken about a few in a, in a short space of time. Jennifer, uh, it felt interactive to me. Which one of those are you referencing? <laughs> just because we spoke about a few uh, uh, pretty pretty quickly, so I'm I'm not too sure which which one you're referencing with that, dude. Yeah, it's it's like those kind of things which are technically classic murder mysteries. I don't know, it didn't really do anything for me, but this is something completely new, and I like yeah. that he could be creating uh, an iconic story and set of characters, and finally we're getting something that we haven't seen in a long time, which you know, me too. a bit of fresh. I completely, mate, I completely agree with you. Completely right, agree with got, you. He's, he's a decent director. Have you he ever is. seen a... If we forget The Last Jedi, like... Yeah, The Last Jedi... He shouldn't have gone into Star Wars. I don't think no. he should do other people's property. He's great no. with his own work. Agreed. With his own Agreed. And Brick, I remember watching Brick years ago, and I remember thinking, like, God, he... he I still haven't seen that, you know. I know of it, but I still haven't seen that. It, it, it's a good fit. It was better back then, but obviously, because oh, yeah. he's done much better stuff now. But yeah. uh, when I first watched that, I remember thinking, like, God, he'll do, like, a really good detective like even a good sherlock holmes film yeah. one day and I'm glad that would be fun yeah. ryan johnson oh, yeah. behind sherlock holmes 3 yeah. oh my hey goodness. come on yeah 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 there was there was a thing that 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 popped up for me um when when uh talking about glass onion um some i mean they'll remain nameless but some some people that i saw in the real world um, we're like, what do you think now about Daniel Craig's character in Glass Onion? It's like, what? Well, he's 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 queer. And I like this sort of impact. <laughs> that, that means nothing. <laughs> that means nothing. I mean, let, let let me let me backtrack. That's great for representation, but in terms of the, in terms of his capability as a detective, that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing at all. What? Like, okay, cool. 
I, I, I watch those films because I, I like them for, for good puzzles, interesting stories, different ways of doing things. Yeah. That's why I read so many different versions of like The Hound of the Baskervilles and uh, to see the way that people can reinvent a puzzle. Like, uh, um, oh God, the names escape me. Alan Davis, Curly Hair, Magician. Thank you. Jonathan Creek. The, the, the way he... W- he would approach the, the the cases that he was brought in on like a magic trick because he's used to seeing them in different ways. So like that's that's the reason I read I read so many of these. So like when I'm watching Knives Out, Glass Onion, like I don't I don't I wouldn't care if Daniel Craig was a I don't know a, a scaly kimono dragon with two legs and like to ride a unicycle. Like I don't give a shit. I just. <laughs> I need I just I like the explanation of the mystery. I like the explanation of the story, like the whole the whole sex element and, and sexuality and, and genre be- uh, gender bending sc- uh, scenario uh, that goes on around that. Which yeah. gender bending is fun to say. It was it was a term that I saw in a review of Knives Out. I'm still not entirely too sure what it means. I'll be honest with you. It, it just it just sounds it sounds like it was uh, 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 applicable um, uh, to the nature of uh, you know the the lone genius detective being this kind of straight white male that enjoys the loner lifestyle and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck who it is. It was Pikachu in Detective Pikachu. Like who ge- who cares? Who cares what it is? Need to watch that. Film. Um, oh, mate. Rate it quite well, apparently, don't they? I, I, it's yeah, it's Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds, but as a voiceover. Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- there's this one thing that's kind of, <clears throat> it's that's kind of, um, bled over into you know, like you've you've watched a film that much that 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 movie quotes and these kinds of things kind of seep into how you talk or or a joke or a remark that you might make around the house and this kind of thing. Um there's this one point where I don't I don't have anything that I could use as a magnifying glass. This is this is my, my three sixty camera selfie stick. So let's let's imagine that there's a how can you see it that way around? So let's imagine that this is a, a magnifying glass. And there's a, one point where um, Pikachu and the guy that he's walking around with, I forget I forget the character's name. I watched it once when it came out. It was a while ago. Um, yeah. But it was the same guy that was in Jurassic World. Um, the, sec- the second one. Yeah. Um, so in, in, they're talking about the mystery and the, the kind of twists and turns and whatnot. And then Pikachu starts talking about his his affection for coffee whilst he's looking through a magnifying glass going, twisty, very twisty. <laughs> like this. And like, because of like how much I related to that in terms of, of, of coffee and being a fan of puzzles, yeah. it kind of pops up around the house. So like, even when we, we, me and Maddie were talking about uh, it, was, it was spaghetti a few weeks ago, <laughs> we both went, twisty. <laughs> it's just the nature of it but that's that's the trade-off that's the trade-off yeah. in terms of connection like when it, when you look at um when you look at uh look at that i never even noticed that my pinky was out like how posh am i i'm trying to i'm trying to make an italian point um 
when when you look at the 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 nature of connection towards information in that yes laughter humor entertainment has that kind of implication for you to go and relax and miss things because you're not as focused if you are by virtue of the situation whatever it is more engaged with the details then those things stick with you they stick with you like how many how many random quotes or scenes or whatever it is pop up into your head on a on a on a let's call it a weekly basis to be fair oh mate all the time all the time (laughs) right (laughs) but but that's that's like because there's the specific (laughs) the specific moments that that kind of stand out you go that was funny as fuck i'm gonna remember that and like you don't make that kind of conscious decision to go that was funny as fuck i'm gonna remember that it's more i enjoyed that experience i'm gonna keep revivifying that um, look, look up the term. Uh, not, not you. Uh, everybody else that's 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 listening, uh, and, and you'll you'll see why the the consolidation practice of memory techniques relates towards those kinds of aspects. Yeah. So, dude, do you think that I should go over my technological capabilities to see if I can hook up a Blu-ray player or a DVD player? So we can do um, a live problem-solving situation of the butt detective. Oh, oh fucking yes! Yeah. <laughs> we'll need to watch the butt detective. I've only seen a trailer. <laughs> Mate, I, 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 I've had the DVD in my house since um, since Robert sent it to me. It, uh, Robert, Robert John Collins does our music for the show. So if you love the music, go check him out. Yeah. He's 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 an incredible yeah. bloke. Um, like annoyingly talented, like annoyingly yeah. talented. I, I, for the new music, I was like, "Yeah, let's let's try this, let's try this." A day later, boom, there you go. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he 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 sent me um, he sent me the Butt Detective DVD and a manga version of of BBC Sherlock, which is great in and of itself. I have read that, uh, but I, I am yet to watch. Um, the butt detective because and I'll be perfectly honest with you my my sense of humor being what it is I want to sit down and I want to enjoy it I want to watch it like I want to I want to devote <coughs> I want to devote my attention to it to make sure that all of the information that's communicated I can enjoy I don't speak a word of Japanese other <laughs> other than no that's not true I speak like I don't know three or four words of of Japanese <coughs> It's all going to be about that. Uh, it's it's got to be the uh, the musical toots. The more you eat, the more you toot. Um, what what kind of mystery would you set up for the butt detective? Oh, it's got to be who did that? Fu- who did that shit? <laughs> what steaming pile of mystery on the carpet over there? <laughs> that smear, <laughs> skid of the Baskervilles. <laughs> No, it's got a, a study a study in skidders. <laughs> Woo! That was really challenging because 
Normally when I'm laughing with liquid in my mouth, it's like coffee, water, whatever it is, I can just swallow it and carry on laughing. That was whiskey. So like there's there's no if there's no swallowing that without without choking. I hope I don't I hope I don't get sound bited on that one. <laughs> just me and every now and again. There's no swallowing that without choking. <laughs> Although to be fair, when it comes back to, to knives out, I am looking to to see if Dave Batista can actually fit into a pair of speedos. I mean, my God, that will answer. That's a mystery within itself that we'll we'll figure right. out visually. And maybe is... you know, no, that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, like I, I was, I was joking about this um, uh, on, online to a to a couple of uh, people that I worked with the other day. Like, um, you know how the Australians call speedos budgie smugglers? What? <laughs> Have you never heard that? I did not. Know. Oh, mate! If if you watch watch um watch any of the the interviews that Aussie Man does with celebrities when he takes them through um Australian dialect uh, and you know these these kinds of things, um, he he talks about budgie smugglers uh, for obvious reasons. I'm not going to go into too much phallic detail. A budgie being quite a small bird, being small. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. So it, it made it made me think that like with with uh, Batista being the kind of guy that he is, would he be wearing owl smugglers? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I think one Valid? sticking out. There. I think it'd be a foot out or something. <laughs> you can see the owl's eye through the hole. <laughs> <laughs> so your 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 solemn vow to us now. Are you going to go and try and solve all of the murder mysteries on Murderville? Yes, I like oh, it. Yeah. I want I want to hear your score, and we'll talk about it next time. Um, I know it will be over the Christmas period, but it's not on Christmas and it's not on New Year, so we'll be here. Um, just to kind of flex this as well, check this. I I recently got a a, a new camera set up, and we can do this. Oh, anticlimax! There we go. Oh, oh, nice. Got <laughs> breath. Ah. More settings. Oh, I like it. Bloody hell, that's yeah. cinematic. I know, right? See you in a minute. Right. Take care. All the best. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Maddie in the room. Yeah, oh, I'm going. Let, let's focus, focus. She's she's a she's a blurry color in the background. <laughs> wave, my love, wave. Yay! There we go. <laughs> I'm not waiting the time it takes for that to focus. She can be, she can be a, a just a, a beautiful pile of color on. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna do it. I I was my. I was mucking around with a, I was mucking around with the camera the other day, and I like I was I was trying to see how far round it would turn, and and she got right up close to it, so like it kind of it kind of brought into view like this this kind of close with her going. <laughs> it's great, so. 
with that, in, with that in mind, guys, we're going to love you and leave you. There is plenty of mysteries for you to be solving, plenty of ways for you to be practicing your problem-solving methods and your emotional control uh, in the face of raucous joy and laughter. Let me know how you get on with the Glass Onion. Let me know how you get on with Murderville. Um, I am currently unbeaten at Murderville. I got them all. Nice. Um, take, take that, Pete Davidson. Um, I mean, he may totally solve it. Totally. Totally solve it. Um, but yeah, with that in mind, guys, we're going to love you and leave you. And we will uh, talk to you all soon. Merry Christmas. And we will, we, we, we will wish you a Happy New Year next time. We're not going to do that yet. We're English. We do it when we need to. All right? So uh, we're, we're, we'll see you soon. Bye.